Hello, beautiful people. This is your boy, V. George Smith, and I'd like to welcome you to a brand new edition of the podcast, This Is Why You Lost. Listen, people, I <laughs> I usually do this on Monday morning, and um, Monday came, and I was so flooded with topics, I was legit overwhelmed on what I should talk about because from everything that went up last week was packed with foolishness. (laughs) It was packed with a lot of stuff and I really wanted to try to break down some of it but it was just too much and I'm like I want to gather my thoughts the the best I can before I speak on anything you know even though you know I got this podcast i want to be somewhat responsible all while you know being silly and making you guys laugh and having a good time you know but um everything that's going on in the past couple days has been kind of it's been kind of hectic it's been kind of crazy from from meetings at the white house to um presidents tweeting um about how dumb basketball stars are and how they like Mike to that same president throwing his own son under the bus concerning all things Russia. And it's been an interesting week. And you notice the thread, the common thread between those three topics I talked about is President Trump. And those that know me know that I can't stand politics. I really can't stand it. I hate it. I do vote. I believe it's my civic duty to go vote. And it's, you know, it's a right that people fought for and died for. So I feel like I do have to vote. That being said, let's keep in mind, um, a lot of your elected officials are going to start popping up. And they're going to start talking, you know, they're going to start talking to talk. They're going to start being, you know, accommodating and saying whatever you want them to say. Because in a couple months, it's time to vote. These midterm elections are very important. And I need people to find out. Not find. Don't find out what your elected officials are saying. Find out what they voted on. Find out what they voted yes and find out what they voted no on. Stuff concerning you. You really got to find this out. Because no matter what they say during these political times and they're just... um, Because they're going to be saying a lot of stuff that's pleasing to the ears. A lot of people know how to run for office, but when they get in that office, they're very self-serving and they do whatever they want to do. So let's be mindful do some research. Google is there for to help us all. Trust me. You can find out about these people in this office. You can hear what they say, but find out what they voted for. Did they vote for something that was in your favor or is against it? And then once you find that out, they'll give you a better um, idea how to vote for or against. So keep that in mind, people. Um, also... 
I forgot this is supposed to be a sports podcast. <laughs> Melo is finally a Houston Rocket. He agreed to terms with them. He's on a team. Football is back. Um, there's gonna be football this weekend. This is this this weekend. I'm excited about that. Um oh, I guess I could talk about, you know, the Hall of Fame situation. Shout out to the one of the greatest Hall of Fame classes. I've ever seen at the NFL um, Hall of Fame, Brian Urlacher, Ray Lewis, Brian Dawkins, and then, of course, Randy Moss and Terrell Owens, the second and third greatest receivers of all time. You could determine which one is second. So, yeah, some people will say T.O.'s two, Randy's three, Randy's two, T.O.'s three. For me, for me, it's T.O. two. Um, basically because T.O. wasn't afraid to go over the middle. He was a rugged receiver, had the speed, and for Randy, Randy played when he wanted to. Now, don't get me wrong. When he didn't want to, he was lightning in a bottle. He was ridiculous. He was, oh, my gosh. He could outrun your entire defense and destroy them. But there was a lot of times where Randy didn't give you his all. That was never an issue with T.O. T.O. might have been a problem in the locker room, yelling at his coaches and stuff like that. But there was never a time where Terrell Owens got on that field and didn't give you 100%. You can't say the same about Randy Moss. You really can't. Um, so he played with a, Terrell Owens played with a broken foot in the Super Bowl. Nine catches, 143 yards, if I'm not mistaken. Don't quote me on that, but Google it just to double check. Um, yeah, so for me, it's T.O. Just a little bit over Randy. Just a little bit over Randy. You could discuss amongst yourselves. Tell me how you feel about it, you know. But, yeah, that for me, T.O. was more of a complete receiver, and he never... When he was on that field, he never let up. Randy, can't say the same. Randy admitted it. He played when he wanted to. He would give up on some stuff and play when he wanted to. So, yeah. So, um, what else is going on in sports? Um, we kind of talked about, we kind of we jumped the gun the last podcast last week. And shout out to everybody that listened to the, um, the NFL protest podcast and gave me some good feedback. Um, about it, you know, I was just, I'm just talking how I feel about it, yo. I mean, now we got, you know, people attacking Dak Prescott for his stance, which is kind of similar to how I feel about it. I'm kind of tired of people kneeling. I'm ready for people to actually do something and act. You know what I mean? Time for some action. Like Redman said, if you're not old enough to get that. And his action is A-K-S-H-U-N. Time for some action, like like Red Man said. But it's time for people to start doing stuff. Like, I, I get frustrated. People say things like freedom of speech <laughs> and, and stuff like First Amendment. I'm like, dude, you, I'm going to repeat this on his job. And if this man feels this way, and it's like nobody, nobody heard him all they heard was i'm not kneeling i don't want to kneel i don't feel like it's the right time people like well when is the right time like like, let him finish his sentence 
but I'm not. I don't feel that strong about it. Let let me make the maybe I'm distance myself from that part. If somebody feels like they have to protest and kneel during the anthem, I'm completely fine with that. But my thing is, after you've done all this kneeling, if all you're doing is kneeling, bro, that's not enough. That's not enough. I would never knock somebody for if you're saying I'm not going to kneel, but I'm going to do this and that. So now what Dak did, Dak put the spotlight on himself. He has to do something now. Now you got people point painting murals of him saying he's in a sunken place, saying this and that. I mean, that's one thing I'm, I promise you. I know, I know, I know that not only black people listen to this, but that's one thing about black people. I just don't, I just can't stand. When we don't line up with what you think, we're ready to call you all types of names, put you in all types of sunken places, treat you any kind of, any kind of way. When we don't agree, and then we only we we will rock with who rocks with us, and it's 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 just weird. It's 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 very weird. Like I ended the podcast last week. Black people unite and let's all get down. That uniting part. That's that's probably the most difficult part of this whole thing, man. So now it's on Dak to act and do something. Now that he said that. He doesn't want to protest. He wants action. That got to act. That rhymed. That got to act. He got to do something. For real. So um, let's see what happens going forward with him. You know, quick, well, not quick shout out, but shout out to LeBron James and the I Promise School. You know, the charter school he started, third and fourth graders, sending them kids to the University of Akron for free. He's doing all of this stuff, and it's great, and it's phenomenal. My problem with everything that's going on is when LeBron James opens the school, gets all this positive media, now everybody that started a charter school has to remind you that they had a charter school. People like Jalen Rose who are on TV every single day and didn't deem it necessary to tell you and all their ramblings on TV or on social media that they themselves have schools. Don't try to. Not, not this is my this is my issue with it. I'm not. I don't have a problem. Like you have a school, you have a charter school that's so positive, and that's so great. And I'm and I'm I'm happy that people do this. Start these charter schools. But the fact that y'all waited, the fact that we had to wait to find out. Because I didn't know. I didn't know that Jalen Rose had a school. Um, I didn't know that. The fact that we had to find out after the fact that Jordan is sending people to college. Michael Jordan is sending people to college. No, um, full scholarships. Why are y'all saying this now? Because it's popping? And I know some people like, yo, you know, it's... Don't let your right hand know what your left hand doing. You know, some good deeds, you just got to do it. No, you, it's it's time. We tend to be a little bit too secretive. Some testimonies need to be told, not because of how it affects the person telling the testimony, but it affects the public. 
And then it caused the when I hear a testimony about somebody doing something great or telling me about something they're doing great, that could provoke me to action to do something else great as well and inspire. It's not about getting the credit. And I know people like, I'll do this and I'll give something and, and I don't want to tell nobody because they're trying to. Be, it means, don't get me wrong, they're mad Pharisees. For those people that don't understand what I mean when I'm talking about Pharisees, Pharisees were people in the Bible that used to, in, in Jesus' time, that used to pray in the synagogues. But when they prayed, they prayed mad loud. And they were praying to get, they weren't, they were praying to draw attention to themselves. So people could see like, wow, he's the loudest prayer or, or this person. So when they did that, God himself said like, they, they're not getting, they're, they're drawing glory to themselves. That's all the glory they're going to get. You know what I mean? But when you're doing something positive in the community, you know, out of all the negative, we can't just be spreaders of bad news. We have to spread good news. So when you do something positive in the community, when you're helping somebody out, let somebody know. Put out a nice little press release. Let us know. Because we've had so many we've had so many negative thoughts towards Michael Jordan and how he doesn't support the black community and at, at to one point we thought that Michael Jordan was involved in owning private prisons come to find out that that wasn't it is a Michael Jordan that does that, but it's a different Michael Jordan. It's a white guy. So, I mean, it's a lot that we can do for clarity's sake. But let's not ride this man LeBron's coattails. Let's not do that. I think that's kind of corny. And I just want everybody to keep this same energy a couple months down the line. Like, talk about your charter school. Talk about what you're doing. Keep us in the know. I just feel like it's it's better that you keep us in the know. Then we'll be able to dis discuss it openly. And if some people want to give you props, they can give you props. Some people don't. They don't. It's all good. But don't wait. It looks really whack when you know. Oh, he's starting a school. What I got a school too. That looks. That looks. That looks really whack. So let's do better in that category. Um, shout out to but shout out to Jalen Rose for his school. Derrick Rose is doing something positive. I forgot what it was. But he was doing something positive. Shout out to Michael Jordan for sending them kid to school. That's that's amazing. That's amazing. I love hearing stuff like that. And we need to hear more inspiring stories about stuff like that. Um I guess I guess I'll end this with the whole Trump situation. Trump President Trump, man, I'm trying to tell you the most divisive president ever. Um, he started off last, well, not even started off last week with the home. He had a meeting with some pastors, some, he called them inner city pastors, but one of the pastors that was in that room, his church was 10 minutes from the white house. If you ever been to the white house, you got to I mean, don't get me wrong. DC a little hood, but 10 minutes from the white house, is not the inner city. <laughs> and like he was, they said it was inner city pastors. I mean, he had them in there talking about prison reform. You know, trying to get something rolling on prison reform. But after doing some research, and my friend, 
my friend one of like I I got a lot of friends, yo. I got a lot of cool friends, but my friend James White, he helps me stay woke. He he sent me this article concerning the whole prison reform thing, and this is why I don't this is why <laughs> this is why Donald Trump just 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 drives me nuts. This whole prison reform thing, the ball started rolling on prison reform way back in May, bro. Way back in May. So you mean to tell me you have a meeting with all these African-American pastors? Mind you, and let me say this, everybody in that room was not an African-American pastor. For photo ops and for the look, he had all the African-American pastors on his side. But if you watch that whole video, on the other side of that table, he had Paula White, who is a white pastor, female pastor from Florida, not from the inner city. He had Jared Kushner on the other side. And I believe there was a CFO from one of the churches. I'm not going to, this is not, I'm not bashing nobody, but he had a CFO from somebody else's churches that was there, who's not even a pastor. So he had them on the other side of the table. So could for the photo op, for the optics, it just looked like he had African-American preachers all over, all around him. But what he didn't show you was on the other side, he had the white pastor, he had Jared Kushner, and then he had this clown. All right, I am going to bash somebody. He had this clown, Daryl Scott, calling him the most pro-black preacher. I mean, sorry, most pro-black president ever. I feel bad for anybody that goes to that man's church. He's the most. I, it's disgusting that somebody would say them things. But that's how Trump does, yo. And he had everybody go around the room telling them how happy they were to be there and all of this stuff. And they made it seem like it was just about he wouldn't take any questions afterward. And they made it feel like, yeah, they were meaning about prison reform. Bruh, this whole prison reform thing, y'all can look it up. Trust me, Google it. Prison reform started at that White House months ago. So for me. It was fake. It was a photo op. It was a little unnecessary. Um, I don't want to go into who was there because I feel like <laughs> we did. T we did. I mean, outside of Daryl Scott calling him pro-black, I could talk about him all day. <laughs> but um, yeah, let let's. I'm ready to. I was ready to call this um podcast comparison kills. I think it's time we need to just ease up on ease up on this because we're giving Trump what he wants. We're giving him the attention that he wants. He just wants attention. He calls he calls Don Lemon dumb. He calls LeBron James dumb. Saying that he likes Mike. <laughs> he likes Michael Jordan. I mean and the, don't get me wrong. LeBron has been tweeting about Donald Trump. Let's be fair. LeBron called him a bum and this and that. So let's be fair. I know Donald Trump been wanting to say something to LeBron for a minute. So so let's be fair. LeBron been getting at him too. 
But um, calling a man dumb that just started a charter school is crazy. And the fact that his wife, <laughs> his own wife, the first lady, was like, LeBron is doing very positive, many positive things in the community. Le- well, Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan responded through a spokesperson <laughs> that LeBron is doing very sp- positive things in his community and he supports him. <laughs> Yo, Michael Jordan, man, I'm trying to tell you. I understand why people feel like he didn't come strong enough with his support for LeBron James. I, I, I personally did not like that he had to speak through a spokesperson to say that he supported LeBron and he really didn't distance himself from Donald Trump. I understand how people get upset about that. I ain't like it either. But, you know, at least he said something through his spokesperson. <laughs> Boy, I'm telling you. MJ, you got to do something, bro. You got to do something besides selling us some old sneakers, bro. I'm telling you. We love you, dog. But um, let's stop comparing Mike and LeBron on everything. Gosh. LeBron came out of the school. What did Mike do? Mike ain't do this. It's crazy. And then, to finish it all up, with the Trump week of madness, this man throws his flesh and blood under the bus. Says they were meeting with the Russians, but I wasn't there. <laughs> Boy. People! This has been your latest episode of This Is Why You Lost. Let's get ready to vote in November in these midterm elections. Find out who's running. Google them. Find out how they voted. If they didn't vote in favor on your side, in favor of you, get them out of there. Let's switch this thing up and get ready. These are going to be practice voting, practice votes for that next presidential election. So we get this thing back right. But knowing all things, even if we we are stuck with him as, as our president. We still serve we still serve a mighty God. We don't really have to be that nervous. If you have your faith in Christ, if you believe in Jesus Christ as your savior, he's in charge of your life. So regardless of who's president, we're going to be okay. All right? This has been V George Smith with the latest episode. Of this is why you lost. I know I went right and I went left and I talked about a lot, but hey, this is what I do. I appreciate y'all. I love y'all. Y'all have an awesome day. Have an awesome week. Peace.